Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this one's for Brody. Mr. Brody Lee, if you will. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite tonight, Season 3, Episode 39. And I'm getting Microsoft notifications in my ear. Thank you so much for doing that while I was live. So rude. So rude. Tell me about that stuff when I'm not busy, you know? Uh, but before we dive into everything, just want to remind you all to check out the links in the description. Uh, there is the merch site. It is updated. Updated for this coming season. That's right. It is fall time going into winter. It's Wisconsin. You never know when summer and winter and fall and spring are all going to just completely mess with your head and show up whenever uh, that's what the state does lately. You know, you, you look out your door or first you look at your phone and you're like, oh, it's going to be a lovely day. You go outside. Ah, shit. It's snowing, you know? So for those uncontrollable weather mysteries of life, J-Bone's got the merch for you. Go in there this Friday, all weekend long, starting Friday, the first, uh, through the third. At Smash This Podcast, the, the merch site in the link in the description, we got your long sleeve tees, we got your hoodies, we got all that lovely stuff, sweatshirts. Go get yourself some merch, 20% off Friday through Sunday. I've been slacking on the whole, you know, merch thing, so I've got... All the I even updated all the stuff for T and I to do the hoodies and the long sleeve tees. I even got stuff for the ladies. It's not all just stuff for the men. I got long sleeve tees and sweatshirts and stuff for the ladies as well. Go check out the designs down below. And also before we jump into this lovely episode of AEW Dynamite that was tonight. Make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Check out all the socials in the description. <laughs> Bell's boy. It's Gary J. Bone. Yay. Folks, if you don't know what that little joke is, go check out my boys over on the TNI UK. Uh, they celebrated 50 episodes uh, earlier today and uh, had a hell of a episode. They had the, the trio of the TNI UK guys. You had Bison, you had the Joker, and the Simply Steve, but you also had myself. J to the A to the Y to the bone, helping them celebrate along with Uncle Mark and front row Bill was in the his house. And uh, we all just had a great conversation about uh, this past 
week of impact and the upcoming stuff leading to the uh, knockouts knockdown in this next episode airing tomorrow night. And uh, yeah, some, some great, some great conversation. We had some, we had a lot of laughs. And um, so please, please go give my boys some love. Please go give my boys some love. Uh, they've they've worked really hard to get to this point. I, I started out producing them uh, a little over a year ago, and they've uh, they've come a long way. They really have. They've come a long way. And Bison himself has an interview coming up Friday, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. He is interviewing the one, the only W Morrissey. That's right, Impact's own Morrissey. Uh, traveled all the way to the UK in back. No, he didn't really do that, but he did have a great conversation with, uh, Bison and, uh, it's, um, uh, no spoilers, but Bison said it's very telling about his, uh, uh, possible future in wrestling. So make sure you go check that out. Here's to, uh, crossing the fingers for, uh, him staying in impact wrestling. I feel like this last several months has been a great fit for him. Uh, his redemption story has been phenomenal. So make sure you go check out that conversation. I'll be uh, uploading that within the next 24 hours to make sure it launches at noon. Noon my time, 6 p.m. UK time. So wherever you live, just kind of do the math. I'm not a math guy. I never was, never will be. Uh, I'm central, uh, central time zone. So that's noon and he's 6 PM when it launches. So like I said, just figure that out. Uh, I, I apologize for being late because, uh, I got sucked into the first few minutes of the new, uh, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes reality TV series. I don't watch a lot of reality television, but I do enjoy me uh some stuff like well, for example i watch uh the mrs the, the Miz and mrs that's a lot of fun that's a lot of laughs and i love when they pull back the curtain a little bit and you like you see a little bit of behind the scenes and telling about this and telling about that that's fascinated me from oh god i don't know how long it's fascinated me like whenever you, there's like stories to tell you know, and I don't mean like destroying kayfabe. I just, um, it's just interesting to see how stuff ticks, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not reviewing that now. Obviously it's airing right now. So I appreciate whoever's here. Cause I'm assuming if you're an AEW fan, you're going to watch that too. So if you're watching this on the replay, Hey, it's all good. I don't care when you show up to, you know, watch my show. It's all love. Don't apologize. Just, you know, if you're here, you're here. If you're not, hey, you know, I'll see you down the road. Um, so Courtney's here. I didn't think Courtney was going to be here because she said in the Discord that she was going to be watching the uh, watching the show tonight. So that just means that Courtney and everyone else is multitasking. Bless you for multitasking and watching the Roads show. What was it? Roads to the Top? Is that what it's called? It's very interesting. Um, and I'm not paying attention to a lot of the, the sheets and stuff like that. 
uh, because, you know, there's a, a lot of things out there talking about, oh, there's bad vibes between the EVPs and nobody's working together and nobody's talking together. And it's like, you know what? I, I don't need to know if anybody's rubbing elbows with anyone. Dude, running a wrestling company is like batshit chaos. You know, I, I I can only expect the most chaos. So if every if if you you go from being all chummy and all on the same level, now you're boosted up to EVP status, and you're all got different responsibilities. Yeah, life is gonna change you. Life is absolutely going to change you. So I'm not buying all the BS. Um, they're all still there. They're all still there, obviously. Young Bucks are there. Kenny's champ. Cody's Cody's got his reality show, and he's got a family now, and he's doing all sorts of stuff. His wife is a uh, – what the, what the hell is that called? Um, brand officer. I'm missing something in there, but you know what I mean. Um you know, they all got jobs. They all got jobs. Um, Zach Bonifer says, says, bad vibes when Trent and J-Bone, he uh, shipped Trent to Mexico. I did not. Don't buy the lie, folks. Do, don't buy the lie. I, I may have fired him from the podcast of TNI. I did not ship him off to Mexico. I am not. I am not some kind of cartel guy. <laughs> I don't know. Those cartel guys, I can't even think. I'm not some Scarface guy. It's just, all right, put them in the barrel, ship them out to Mexico. Let them swim with the fishes. No, I love Trent. He's my brother, man. He's I've I've uh, I've, I've podcasted with a lot of people in my time here on, on YouTube, and I've uh, he's become one of my closest friends as far as you know the world of podcasting and just outside, you know. I mean, we talked about we talk about other stuff, you know when we have time and uh do lunch here and there great guy great guy no and I, I he stopped in uh the throwback stopped in the throwback and uh said hi from where he was a gorgeous skyline from where he was Jiminy christmas and uh and i told him i said hey just get back safe man that's all we care about just get back safe you know so um yeah good on him enjoying himself he deserves it you know, nice, nice, relaxing family trip away from everything. Clear head. I tell you, folks, with what I've been dealing with, like outside of all this, uh, I need one of those myself. Someday, though. Someday. <coughs> Bell's Boy says, you're not El Chapo, J-Bone. No, I'm far from El Chapo. I'm not going to be, you know, chopping off eggs and, you know, wiping out towns and Whatever El Chapo does, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the Netflix series. I don't know what he does. No, I know he's a real guy, but, you know, there's been stories told about him and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> just reading the chat. So thanks, everyone, for being here. Uh, what a what a nuts episode. It's, it's, it's It feels a little different. Like, it's a very exciting time to be a fan of AEW Wrestling. But it feels like there's a giant transition going on. You know, all these new faces, while you got your OG faces still trying to do prominent things, it's, um, you know, everybody's fighting for that spot, that that cherished TV spot. So it's, um, 
it, it feels different. It still felt like a very good episode of AEW Dynamite. All right, so let's jump into this. Season 3, episode 39. We got CM Punk on commentary, not allowed to stage dive. Not allowed to stage dive. And honestly, for his own like safety, thinking about his future, just in general, you know? Um I mean, the guy's got balls. The guy's got balls the size of the Empire State Building, I'd say. Um, you know, wanting to, you know, <laughs> crowd dive into the, the people, the, the, the lovely AEW audience and trust them to catch him. And, and, and not that they wouldn't, but still, it's a risk, you know. It's like you got to, you know, when those hands are there to catch you and, and take care of you, and yet you're surrounded by people that might, be sick and you don't know it it's it's a risk it's a risk i'm just saying i'm not going to get into a big thing but it's a big risk um well new york came out with a thing saying that uh stage diving is uh a big no-no there is no stage diving allowed in the state of new york and I, i'm assuming that means concerts and public events and whatnot well that would include what we got here so CM Punk comes out and he he points at the crowd and he starts running and then it goes, oh, no, no, I'm not allowed. Does a quick lap around the ring and back to commentary. He's on commentary. I got to say, man, Punk on commentary is a lot of damn fun. He is really, really a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. Breaking news. This literally hit just minutes ago. I know I'm jumping ahead here. But if I don't say it, someone's going to say it. So this is breaking news. I get these notifications from ringsidenews.com. Sammy Guevara. You ready for this? Can we get a little drum roll? Sammy Guevara challenges. By the way, if you don't know, congratulations to Sammy Guevara for becoming the new and hashtag and new TNT champion. He beat Miro in the main event tonight and apparently um, they said quickly as they were going off the air, we'll hear from Sammy during the first break of Roads to the Top. So I didn't, I didn't list, you know, I didn't stick around that long. I'm like, I got a, I got a show to do. I got a show to do. So I just watched a couple minutes, uh, cool first few minutes. I'm going to, when I'm done with this, I'll probably watch it or crash. We'll see how tired I am because, man, I got all this energy and it's just going to like, you know, you know, it's going to keel over eventually. Um, Sammy Guevara challenges Bobby Fish to TNT title match on Dynamite next week. Wow. Oh, my God. So, Sammy Guevara versus Bobby Fish next week. Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. What a loaded show. The Elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole, baby, versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Brian Danielson, and Christian Cage. Wow. Feels like there's someone missing in there. One, two, three, four. No, that's four on four. Okay, never mind. Sorry. 
Uh, like I said, horrible at math. And then there's going to be a casino ladder match. And I, I didn't hear what the stipulation of that was. It's a flash in front of my eyes so fast. I didn't even get that in my notes. So there you go. I didn't miss it now. So that that's already, I mean, and I, you know, they're going to just, you know, add some more to that. That is a loaded card for next week's Dynamite, Jiminy Christmas. Plus, we'll get into some stuff that's going to happen on Friday. Avoid spoilers, folks, if you just don't want to know what's happening at Rampage. But damn. Bobby Fish versus Sammy Guevara next week. That's crazy. Now, I thought I heard that Bobby Fish was signing somewhere else. It wasn't Ring of Honor. What it, it's... Is that ML, he's he's showing up in MLW? Is that what it is? Um. Okay, yeah. Bell's boy says here. Damn, Bobby Fish is getting around. Uh, first MLW now AEW. Yeah, because there's MLW stuff going on sometime within the next few days in Philly, and I think, I think Front Row Bills going to that one. I'm not sure. Um. Mark's in the chat. What is up, brother? Uh, my favorite nephew. <laughs> Paul Nelson's in the chat. Um, Mr. Impact Wrestling, Bill, front row Bill himself, says signed to MLW. He must have some kind of like special um, deal where he's he's under contract with MLW but he's got free reign to go wherever. I mean, God, the guy's how old? I'm not calling him an old fart or nothing, but I'm just saying the guy's been around long enough. You And you've, you've been, you've been a ring of honor, spent several years, four years, I guess you could say four years, four, about four years, give or take a little more um, in the WWE, you know, in NXT. And, um, yeah, so when you leave a company like WWE, you want to keep your options open, you know, and completely understandable. So who knows what's really going to happen? Could be just, you know, a cup of coffee in uh, AEW, just, you know, just smelling the flowers. Smelling the flowers, folks. That's what he's doing. Um, so, yeah. Terrence Sullivan says Bobby Fish is pulling a Chelsea Green. Yeah, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's there's a few people in the industry that are doing that now. It's not a bad thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Violet says MJF and Pillman are open with MLW. Well, they're, they're all... They're officially done with MLW. I don't think they're going back, but they were they were open with MLW because that AEW was not a part of their contract. Their contract said they couldn't do TV with WWE or Impact Wrestling. It, it was a it was a list of names, but at the time they signed, AEW was not a thing. So there was the, the, the loophole in the uh, contract there. That's why they got it. So, um, let 
So, um, yeah, more news. More news. Let's let's talk about that, Mark. Mark with a very strong opinion here. Love Leo Rush, but he's going to get lost bad in AEW. Um, so, so, yeah, if you didn't see, uh, Leo Rush has signed with AEW. But here's the thing. He's still doing stuff with New Japan. And, hey, good on him. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't think there's any news out there this early as far as uh, the freedom he has. Is he going to go back and forth between New Japan and AEW? Obviously doing strong brand stuff, touring around with New Japan. I have no idea what's going on. If he's still, if he's, I mean, hell, the guy was retired. And apparently is not retired. Somebody, every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. You know, <laughs> look, and I'm I'm not gonna knock anyone for does for 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 doing that. I I can't. You know, I'm just not. So uh, I'm doing good, Paul. Thanks, man. Well, if you don't want spoilers, get out of here because we're gonna talk about it. No, I'm kidding. You can stick around. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Violet. Forbidden door, right? <laughs> oh, man. So, um So yeah, let's uh let's let's get into this. Let's get into this. Uh starts out hot with Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. This one went like 20 minutes with It felt like it went 20 minutes without a commercial break. Is that right? It was crazy. It felt like it didn't even didn't even have a commercial. I, I maybe I'm maybe I just was so like blown away by there, um, by the blown away by the match. But man, these guys tore it up. Adam Cole gets the win, and um, the crowd was hot for both of them though. They really were. They all they they loved them some uh, Jungle Boy as well, and there was. No one out on either side helping him. I mean, did did Adam Cole beat him with a low blow while the ref wasn't looking? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you know, typical super click stuff. You know, he's he's a heel. He's a very popular heel, you know. Um, so, <laughs> Mark Cole is rightfully over. Yes, very over. He's over Lagarova. Um, Randy Sam with a, with a, with a question here, J-Bo question. I like Arn tonight on the mic, LOL, but did you get Rocky vibe with, uh, Cody Rhodes tonight? The loser get a vacation to come back more like, more like a hero again, j -Bo, I don't quite understand your, your question. Um, as far as the relationship being rocky, yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's a there's some rocky stuff going on there. We'll talk about more of that later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we go to the break, and just as we're going to the break, the elite are making their way to the ring. Everybody except for Don Callis. It almost feels weird. <clears throat> maybe he showed up in the pink suit again and they're like, nah, man, you've been out here for like a month straight of episodes with that damn pink suit. It's time to go home and scrub your ass and watch that damn 
pink suit. It's not pink anymore. It's 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 getting funky. Callous, yeah, damn. It's, where's something else? You know, purple or or blue or puce or something. You know, enough of that pink suit. Damn, you stank. Go wash. Anyways, um, so Kenny Omega's out there. And um, and I can't remember what the hell he said because they were they were handing the mics around, but hashtag no balls, <clears throat> no balls was I'm I'm guessing was trending. Uh, Brian Danielson, that's still not used to saying that. It's, it's, it's I'm gonna slip a couple times, I think. Um, but it's Brian Danielson. It's gotta get used. Damn, it's, it's been like over ten years. Gotta get used to that again. Shit. Um, Brian Danielson comes out, and uh, he he wants a rematch. He's getting the crowd all fired up. <clears throat> Who wants to see a rematch between me and Kenny Omega? And um. And then that's where the no balls comes in. Kenny, no balls, Omega. <laughs> CM Punk. Hey, there's a T-shirt. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's, it's just wait 24 hours. Just wait 24 hours. Someone's going to come up with something. If, if, they got, if they got redeemed these nuts, you're going to see a Kenny, no balls, Omega T-shirt. And all the profits will go straight to Brian Danielson. Uh, <laughs> very funny stuff going back and forth. So Brian Danielson wants that rematch. So yeah. So hence the match that we're getting. Is it what, what did I say? Is it next? Next dynamite. Next week. Week from now. Um, the elite versus team Brian Danielson. <laughs> So yeah, uh, fun segment. Fun segment. Feels like there's like really some big happening here. Um, I I was expecting the Brian Danielson thing to like maybe cool down and then maybe Kenny Omega gets someone else, but they're staying with this Brian Danielson thing. It, it, it feels like I don't know if they're gonna take this all the way to uh, full gear. But they're gonna they're they're gonna keep stoking the fire because it's red hot right now. It's it just feels. I mean, that was people are still talking about that match, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Crazy. I've only watched it once. Uh, I, I I probably will watch it again at some point. I you know when I, when I think about it because there's just too much stuff going on. But um, but damn, you know the fans want to see it again, and they want to see it for the title. We'll see what uh big TK has to say. We'll see. Uh next, um, this now this was interesting. This is what uh was it Randy? Randy was talking about. So we got Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Very interesting tag team there. I'm I'm. You know, I don't know where Mike is, but obviously uh, uh, Dante with Matt Seidel, it feels like 
two different generations doing the same thing. You know, feels it feels like it's a really good fit. Honestly, it really does. Um, versus Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, part of the Rhodes family there, and uh, and he's out there with Arn. And uh, oh, the missus is out there too. Brandy Rhodes can't forget Brandy Rhodes. Um, man, this this match was a lot of fun, but there is absolutely something going on between Cody Rhodes and Arn Anderson. But before I get to talking about that, now it's not to take anything away from Matt Seidel, but the guy always, the guy's got, you know, he's got that match flow. He just does does great work, you know, no matter who he's working with. Dante Martin, um, the guy is special, and I don't mean Jerry Lewis special. I mean the guy is talented. So talented. Um, the way, you know, you know, they, they say that uh, uh, Pac is the guy that um, defies gravity and all that. Well, damn. Dante is stealing that gimmick, and he's burning the bridge behind him as he's doing it. Holy shnikes. Seriously. The air this kid gets... I've, I mean, you know, you've seen some high flyers that are just a blast to watch. You've seen Jeff Hardy. You've seen, um, you know, Eddie Guerrero doing a splash, uh, Savage doing the elbow. It's all through history. People catching that air and they just kind of like hang there for a second, you know, and that second feels like it lasts forever. And then boom, with the move, you know, Dante Martin's just amazing. This kid is something to watch. Folks, if you're sleeping on Dante Martin, take it from uh, J-Bone. Um, please take some time out. Go watch this kid. He is absolutely going to be one of the future stars of this company. He's, he's just getting, what is he, 20? My God, something else. Um, Lee Johnson stole the show of this one, though. He gets the win for him and uh, Cody. And then um, Cody starts talking, and and this crowd is just eating him alive. This this crowd, you know, I said this a couple weeks ago. I was like, I was like, man, Cody Rhodes just came back, and everyone's booing him. I'm like, I don't get it. And and now it, I I said that then. I get it now. I get it now. I. I know that Cody Rhodes is not – look, I still love Cody Rhodes. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say um, I'm his biggest fan, you know, or or he's my, he's my favorite, but I love Cody, you know. He's one of the guys that um, drew me to love this brand because I love everything that Cody's done inside and outside of the ring ever since he left the WWE. He's uh he's carved a path for himself and look at him now. He's he's doing amazing things. Um so yeah, I'm 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 a big fan of his. <clears throat> Mark is not a fan of 
Cody says he's the living embodiment of cringe on earth. Does he have an ego? Are there things about him I probably wouldn't like? Yeah, probably. But man, you're going to line up everybody in the industry and and start picking on, yeah, well, this guy did this and this guy's this way and this guy. Dude, I, I probably wouldn't watch wrestling anymore. You know, I try to just stay away from that shit. I love, I love, I'm going to love the series. It's going to be very interesting to me to see the life of an EBP behind the curtains and drawing that curtain. And, and is, is there going to be parts of what he's doing that may, that I may not like? Sure. Sure. But remember, it's also television. It's also produced television. And, um, Hey, same way that uh, my wife, who is a very big John Cena fan, she started watching John Cena in um, the the Bella's series, whatever the hell is uh, Bella's, the the Bella's, the the diva Bella's thing, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> she, after watching how John Cena acted in his mansion towards Nikki, she could not stand him. She was like, wow, what an asshole. And I'm like, okay, he may be an asshole, but he's also protecting himself, you know? So, I mean, I could see both sides of it. So, yeah. <laughs> Bill says less Cody equals better product. All right. All right. Um, I certainly do think that this is leading to a heel turn for Cody, even though he said he's never going to turn heel. It's you know, never, never say never in the wrestling industry, Cody. Uh, you know, it's, but you know, Arn, Arn tells Cody to shut up just as he starts talking and, and Arn is just ripping Cody, a new asshole. I mean, Cody's going to go in the back and he's going to, you know, get out of his wrestling gear and he's going to have to, he's going to have to figure out how to shit. Literally. He's going to be like, oh, I got a second asshole here. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> but he left Cody in the ring after chewing him a new one and took Lee with him. And he's like, hey, at least Lee will listen to me. And that's not an ego thing. That's Arn saying that Lee, jo Lee Johnson, sorry, I was like, like, I felt like I was screwing the name up for a second. My apologies. I didn't. Lee Johnson, he said, at least Lee Johnson listens to me, as in Lee Johnson is coachable. You know, Arn's coach, Arn's the manager. And says, uh, Cody's getting to the point where his egos. Starting to, you know, like the old saying goes, writing checks that his butt can't cash. Um, so, yeah, something's going on with Cody. I'm very curious to see what, what's going on here. Uh, the Rhodes family seems to be a little, little off kilter. A little off kilter. So, I'm, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Bill says his... Heel work in Ring of Honor is probably his best other than dashing. Yeah, I love to see heel work in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
So yeah, like I said, he leaves Cody in the ring, takes uh, takes Lee Johnson with him, and um, Cody's left there just kind of rolling his eyes, like, "Oh man, nah, what's going on?" Next, we got um, now. This was kind of interesting. It felt like it didn't really fit the bill of tonight, but um, I mean, well, it did, but it didn't because Eddie's a New York guy. So, you know, this is uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, so you got Mox, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen versus Bear Country and a debuting Anthony Green. Now, uh, number one, great to see Bear Country back because I love these guys. These guys are just like old school, big guy, ugly. I love it. I love it. Um it's just, you know, not everybody has to have a million-dollar smile and a million-dollar haircut like Cody Rhodes, man. You can just be big and gnarly and look like a beast and just be awesome. I love it. Um, Anthony Green, though, um, the guy's been around the block. I don't know a whole lot about him other than he is also a recent free agent of um, free agent you know, he was let go from WWE. He was in that uh, group that was all, I believe, 205 Live guys slash NXT let goes, uh, something like that. Um, oh, Violet says she saw Bear Country uh, last Sunday at an indie show. Awesome. Cool. Um, and... Uh, I saw something else here. Oh, Mr. Fretz, what is up, man? Jabonski. Can't stay. Just want to say hello. Hope you're all well, peeps. Yeah, much love, Mr. Fretz. We're we're hanging in there, man. We're just taking it a day at a time. Can't get into everything right now, um, but uh, I will someday. I'll uh, I'll let you guys all in on what's what's shaking because there's uh, it's a lot going on. Uh, but anyways, we continue here. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. You know, everybody kind of got their stuff in. Mox, Eddie, and Darby kind of acted like they had an easy night. But, man, it was great to see Bear Country. Uh, Anthony Green really took an ass whipping. Uh, even got a scorpion death drop from the um, from the stinger himself. Maybe he was a little stinger and just uh, wanted that. So, who knows? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then we got a 16-man tag. Oof, man. By the time I was done writing, the match was over. No. But <laughs> um, this one was uh, a little, I, I, for lack of better words, I'm just going to say disturbing the way it started out because this night was for Brody Lee. But uh, l later when other stuff happened, it all made sense and it all it all came together. So it was... The story they told was okay. Um, uh, so you had Orange Cassidy with the Dark Order, uh, Uno, Grayson, Reynolds, Silver, Colt Cabana uh, against Private Party, Matt Hardy, uh, Butcher and a Blade, uh, Evans and Angelico. And there's one more guy that took a lot of beating at the end that I know he's new to – um, to uh, the Hardy Party, <laughs> the House of Hardy. Uh, I and I apologize. I, I 
I didn't write his name down. I know he's still very new to the brand of AEW and also new to Hardy's brand. Uh, if anybody wants to fill in the blank, uh, he's got a different kind of name. I, uh, it's like Edo uh, or Eero or something like that. It's different. It's different. Um, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, so Orange Cassidy and his crew, the Dark Order, they do get the win. But like partway through the match, it starts it starts going off the rails because the guys from the Dark Order are not getting along. Grayson and Uno start taking off. Um, Alan, what's his name? Alan Angels even rips his mask off, throws it, um, throws it at Evil Uno at the start of the match. So he basically wrestles a whole match without a mask. I'm like, wow, I never even seen this guy's face. I'm like, this guy has a face? How many of these guys actually have faces? I've never seen them. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, part way through the match, um, uh, uh, negative one and uh, Amanda Huber. The uh, uh, the late Brody Lee's uh, widow, you know, his wife, comes out and she's emotional and she's furious and she comes out there stomping with uh, Anna Jay and Ty Conti and they all just you know they, they just get right in the face of uh, Eva Luno and Stu Grayson like get your asses back in the ring get your shit together you know this is not what tonight's about um, you're here to you know. You know, work as a work as a work as a group. You're you guys are family. Get your shit together. And they do. They get their shit together, everybody, and then they, they really start tearing into the Hardy Party and all those guys. And um they get a win. They got a win. It was uh it was uh it was exciting, it was very emotional. So um still kinda feels weird, you know, that all this was going on, but maybe they knew that it was all going to lead to tonight. And tonight was like the climax of the story and then the happy ending. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But uh, everyone's in the ring at the end, along with uh, Amanda Huber, uh, Ty Conti, Anna Jay, and negative one is on the shoulders of uh, number 10, Preston Vance, I believe. I haven't seen him around for a while. I mean, they get, they, you know, they're still part of TV and stuff, but um, they haven't been in the spotlight lately much. Just kind of, they're there, but they're not there. You know, I like to see them featured a little more, but not everybody can get featured at once. Um, then we get a, uh, so then we're about halfway through the show now. A lot of promos here. Leo Rush talks about, uh, I don't know, he, he was talking a lot of stuff about money. I don't have any money, so uh, he's, he talked about things that I don't know anything about investing and buying and trading and all that stuff that, uh, I never, never got into in my life, but apparently now, like I said earlier in a small news portion before we started, Leo Rush is all elite now. So we'll have to see what, um, <laughs> Bell's boy, <laughs> you said climax. <laughs> Uh, that's right, Beavis. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy he's signed. 
I still want to see him do stuff with New Japan. So maybe that is part of his contract that he has the freedom to go back and forth between New Japan and AEW. We'll have to wait and see what the future holds for him as far as where he's going. But we know he's not retired. And that's, I think that's what the fans love the most. Now, he just dropped another new single. I think it's his entrance music. Don't quote me on that. But I saw something pop up on YouTube because I'm subscribed to his uh, YouTube channel. The guy's dropping some stuff. So if you're into his brand of hip-hop or rap, whatever you want to classify it as, uh, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's not exactly my cup of tea, but I'll listen to anything once. You know. Um, FTR then uh, with a promo talking about th- with Tully by their side, they feel revitalized. And um, so I guess they're sticking around. I guess, you know, uh, uh, Cash and Dax are going to be okay physically, mentally, ready to go. I, uh, I, I don't want to overthink this. Obviously, they know what they're up against as far as um, – you know, injuries and whatever they got thrown in their face over the course of the last few months. If they're if they're good to go, then um, then they're good to go, and I'm I'm happy because for a while it felt like they were on their way out because of um, uh, I want to say Dax's injury is it Dax or is it Cash? I don't know. I always screw them up as far as who's who, but the one that's not bald, I know it's that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark says this whole FTR thing is so weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It, it is. Um, but you know, I've, it's, it's, it's a transition. It's a transition because I'm sure their future was really kind of, you know, of giant it's cash. Thank you. Um, Giant, it was a giant question mark, you know. So I'm sure they had to like figure shit out. So, um, you know, they, they are still one of the best tag teams in wrestling. Period. In my in my professional podcasting opinion, there got it in there. Took a while tonight. Took a while. Um, so yeah, FTR FTR is revitalized. Tully is still by their side. And they said anybody getting in their way better look out or whatever, however he ended that one. Then it goes straight into Dan Lambert in the ring with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And, uh, man, they are fired up and pissed. Uh, New York crowd, not too kind to uh, Dan Lambert. Basically uh, told him to, uh, what did they tell him, to shut the fuck up? Yeah, it was Pretty cold, pretty cold, pretty harsh. Um, and then Scorpio Sky spit some stuff. And then uh, Ethan Page, you know, he's fired up. And he's saying that they are rolling with champions now as a part of America's top team. And um, so, yeah, it, it, that also feels kind of weird because Dan Lambert, I mean, man, great promo guy. Still kind of awkward that he's doing promos for – Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, because I feel like they're both more than capable to get themselves over. Or maybe 
Tony Khan doesn't think so. I don't know. It's it's kind of a strange, you know. I, well, we'll have to wait and see what's happening. It's it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Um. <laughs> Mark says Scorpio Sky has become unlikable. Damn it! <laughs> right. Yeah, so, and then we got uh, Hikaru Shida talking about how she's going to take on Serena Deebs. She is going for win number 50, and that's a that's a significant amount of wins in a company. Um, And it's, it's great to see more women on the show. We had a tag match coming up here next. Then we also had more promos. Uh, did I skip? Did I skip it? Did I miss it? Where is it? Oh no, that's after the tag match. So we had a lot of women like all together on the show at once, um, between promos and matches and then promos. So, um, it's it's a lot of women fighting for real estate on this show, and um, it's you know either it should be promos or matches, you know. And so that that was good to see. It was all kind of lumped together in the second half of the show, but it was uh, still good to see because I know that that has been um, a thing that AEW has had to work on over the course of this last year big time. Yeah, holy Sheeta. That's right, holy Sheeta. Um So, so, yeah, so uh, Hikaru Shida going for win number 50 against Serena Deebs next week. Good to see uh, both of them back, you know, on TV. I know, well, I know um, Serena Deebs was, uh, she had surgery again. So hopefully she's okay and she's cleared and she's good to go. I can't wait to see that match. I'm very excited about it. Um. Yeah, Mark says she may not be getting a lot of TV time, but Sheeta is still clearly one of the best women wrestlers on the planet. And Bell's Boy says, amen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she carried that women's division throughout the pandemic last year. Oh, bless her for that. Seriously. She, um, and that's a rough time to be a champ when you don't have an audience to feed off of. It's, um, can't be can't be easy at all, you know. Uh, each company went through a different phase of doing whatever during the pandemic, and um, yeah, says a lot about it. Says a lot. All right, holy shit! Then we got the bunny and Penelope Ford. I love how uh, Punk said Penelope, and I I go back to that joke every once in a while that Booker T called her Penelope, you know, at the start of this company. I just, it cracked me up. I, <laughs> I was uh, pleasantly surprised that uh, Punk did that. So, yeah, I don't know if that was a little rib on Booker T or what, but I thought that was hilarious. Penelope Ford and the Buddy versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay. Fun little, fun little match, a little wonky, but uh, for fun, you know, and it's all for, uh, you know, Brody Lee, you know, so they got the 
Dark Order. The women of the Dark Order got the win here. So, uh, and then we get uh, some promos from Rosa, Jade Cargill, and Nyla Rose. They got a no DQ three women's three way on Rampage. I can't wait to see that. That's gonna be fire, folks. See, it's it's either give them promo time to promote something and or themselves, or get them in the ring. See, that was a great example of okay, maybe there weren't like ten matches of women on the episode, but you had a a tag match whether you liked it or not it was a tag match so you had four women up there and you had promos bookending the match so that's good that's good that's more women on a show than they usually do you know than they excuse me than they have um <laughs> so uh so yeah it's 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 a step in the right direction you know keep featuring some of your women Throw it around, you know, and and uh, I don't have the time to sit and watch, you know, all the other shows. I know those shows do feature more women um, throughout there. So at least they're doing that, too. You know, um, it's not like those shows are ignoring women. They always got some kind of women's match somewhere. Out of them. Um. Mark says, if you review Rampage, I'll join you because I want to talk about this match. I have a lot of thoughts about this one. Are you talking about this tag match that happened, or are you talking about this this three-way that's going to happen? Either way, you're more than welcome, bro. Um, Friday, my Friday's open. Um, now, I think AAW also has a show then, and I've been really slacking on the AAW stuff, and I feel bad because I love that brand. You know, it's transparent um but and i don't know when that show is i'm gonna try to watch it but um there's a lot of stuff going on um but uh and I, i'm on here when i can be i know i've been making tni a little more of a priority than my own brand but um it, it is what it is i just i'm getting on here when i can i'll break everything down someday folks just you know me it's when you get J-Bone, you get someone who's uh, I'm, I'm going to be one of the realest guys on here, and I'm not going to bullshit you. You know, um, you know, I, I may make some promises, and then I I don't keep them about stuff that I'd like to do, but it's not because I'm lying to you. You know, it's called shit. I just didn't get it done. You know, like oh, I wanted to review this, didn't happen. You know, sue me. You know, it's <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's, I'll. I'll 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 break down what's going on someday for you. I just can't right now. The three-way match. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Says <laughs> says I think Rose is gonna have to work really hard here, hoping Cargill can keep up with the other two. Um. Yeah, you've got. Three different styles here. So it's going to be interesting. Very interesting. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Bill. This brand will keep you regular. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I know that in my old age. Uh, 
but yeah, you can't wait for that no DQ three uh, women's three way at uh, at Rampage this Friday. MJF then out here. This was a very heavy promo second hour, but that's okay. It's okay as long as the promos are good. I'm all right. You know, it's all storytelling going one way or another. You know, so MJF's out there with Wardlow. Wardlow's just kind of in the background, hamming and hawing, like, oh, I guess I gotta be out here with this asshole. You know, MJF. Damn, he's just just when you think MJF is like pissed you off enough, and you don't think he could possibly piss you off anymore. Damn. <laughs> he goes and has a promo night like this where he just brings up all sorts of like crazy tragic shit about Darby Allen and then um oh my god just just ridiculous just just sitting on my easy chair just booing the hell out of him um he's so damn good though he's so good the kid is good beyond his years it's ridiculous talking about how he's the pillar of AEW, and he mentions guys like Jungle Boy beat him, uh, Sammy Guevara beat him, and then he says he, he kind of just runs over Darby Allen real quick, and then he, he talks about himself. Of course, he's a pillar or a pillar in the company, and he wants to see this brand succeed, but Tony's not giving him what he wants, and then he says he's got Bruce Pritchard over at MLW on speed dial. Okay. <laughs> Punk said, what did Punk say? Said, said everybody's got him on speed dial or something. Um, and then Darby comes out. He's all fired up. And he's, he's, he's fired up, but he's, he's keeping his cool. He doesn't react physically or violently to what MJF is saying. And MJF just keeps chewing him and chewing him. And chewing him, and and Darby just, dude, he's, he's got like a, a MJF bulletproof vest, and he's like, MJF, I'm, I'm not gonna get mad at you. Just you, just keep talking. I'm still standing here. You keep talking. I'm not gonna punch you. And MJF just keeps going, and to the point where MJF's got nothing else, and then MJF just leaves. Very interesting. Um, this was another part of the show that was a little confusing. I don't know if they're bringing back this feud. I mean, it's a, it's a damn good one. I'm not complaining. It's just, I didn't see, because we already saw Darby tonight. We already saw him in a match, so I wasn't expecting to see him back. I was expecting to see someone new, and I don't mean like a debut, just someone else other than who he mentioned. Like, oh, you mentioned this guy, you mentioned this guy, you mentioned this guy but you didn't mention me and you hadn't beaten me. You're like one of those things. Um, that, that I'm perfect here. That's what I was expecting when he started listening. You know, when you're dropping names, someone else is going to show up. Shit, I dropped my cap. Um, so I am. Um, so this is going to lead to another. Darby MJF feud like they feuded right like a while ago I don't know if it's for the TNT title or for what it was for maybe it was a while ago I just look it's you watch so much wrestling and just everything just gets blurry and shit and I'm old so sorry 
But <laughs> I don't remember when it was. But it was, you know, um, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Um, oh, MGF is also talking about, uh, he's like, I'm a number one, you're a number two, and you're also hanging out with a great number two, Sting. So I'm not sure who the number one he's referring to is, is if he's referring to number one as Ric Flair or something. Obviously, he's a name that can't be named, especially right now. Although MGF is the kind of guy who would probably name drop Ric Flair. But that's knowing Tony Khan, that would be like, ah, no, you can do just about anything. Do not name drop Ric Flair. Because uh, then that would hint that he's coming in, and then that would piss off fans that would turn the dial, and you can't do that. This is a very critical time for this company right now. You know, this is a time when you're trying to get people to turn the dial towards AEW, not away. So, uh, but MJF is good. He's... Um, Yeah, Bell's boy here. I can't believe MJF mentioned Bruce Pritchard, which um, uh, maybe lends credence that he might leave and, and go to the E. He's MJF is gold. No matter where he's going to go, he is gold. And honestly, I think he's a little too edgy for WWE, honestly, a little bit. Uh, Tony gives him a lot of freedom and they give him a lot of, I don't know how like scripted he is. Obviously, you know, obviously there's like bullet points or whatever, but whatever MJF is doing, he's just amazing. And it was a very good point there that I'm just, just remembering now. Uh, Darby says, it's funny that I'm the one of both of us that has gotten a championship and you haven't. <clears throat> so, Excuse me. Um, I don't know. You know what? Okay, so I, I I might have just figured it out. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not. Maybe this is a thing where both of them are going to end up in that ladder match next week because I don't know what that ladder match is about. It's a casino. It's not a. Casino Battle Royal ladder match, is it? It's a contenders match. It's something. I forget what it is. Um, but maybe that's what this is about. Maybe they're both gonna be in that ladder match, and there are gonna be two key people in that match just beating the shit out of each other, destroying each other. Maybe that's what this is. Because if that's what this is about, um, I'm all for it. Like MJF has gone for the AEW championship before. And lost, and he. Who did who did he fight? Oh, he fought Mox. He fought Mox. Um, <laughs> Bell's boy says he might be considering. You can now say shit on WWE programming. That's a. <laughs> Well, he did say shit in his promo tonight at least once. Um, so who knows where it's leading to? If it's if it's if all it is is a Darby MJF feud, um, I'm good. I'm good. Just bring it. Love it. 
Um, but then there was no sting out there. That's interesting. You've seen those two together so much. But maybe this was just meant to be just between the two. I don't know. Let, and let me know in the chat. Let me know what you think this is all leading to. Do you think it's part of that ladders match? Do you think it's just a feud, you know, mano y mano? What do you think it is? We then, uh, and after all this promo stuff, I almost forgot what the main event was going to be tonight. We got the TNT Championship match between Sammy Guevara and Miro. And I was really hoping that they did save enough time for this. And it felt like there was a decent amount of time. It was about 20 minutes, give or take a little, I think, 15, 20 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I love this match. Miro did his whole... You know, I'm a wrestling god, physique, just pounding his chest, getting the crowd riled up. But there is a part of the crowd that just loves them some Sammy Guevara. He is over like a rover lately. Like, he's really had some great breakout moments since everything going on with um, the Pinnacle and uh, the... Um, Ah shit. The, the 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 Chris Jericho the inner circle. Um he really feels like the breakout guy from there. You know, it doesn't feel like <clears throat> anyone else is really shining as much as Sammy right now. And and that's not a knock on um um uh, Santana and Ortiz, you know, they're a tag team. You know, they got other things going on. Jake Hagar, they use him sporadically here and there uh, while he trains for MMA. And when they need him, he comes back and he kicks ass and then, you know, see him for a bit. So that's very unique. But Sammy, you know, and, and Fozzie, God bless Chris Jericho, man. He's out there rocking and rolling and entertaining crowds all the time now with um, with his band. Uh, Violet, that's true. Yeah, he said. She says, "I know you've always loved Sammy. I've loved Sammy Guevara for a long time, and I know he's an OG guy in this brand. Day one. Um, and God, and it's one of those things that obsess me too. At the same time, I've watched this kid for so long. I forgot where I first started watching him. It wasn't with." It wasn't with AEW. It was with, um, I don't know if I found his vlog, if I saw him in some matches. I forget where I saw him first. But anyways, um, but I know he's done a bunch of different stuff. He's done Lucha Underground. He's, um, it was before Lucha, though. I'd have to go back and look at his vlogs and see what he's all done, because I, damn it, I can't remember. But anyways, um, I love Sammy, you know, um, he's had his faults over the years, but he's risen above them and he's uh, come back stronger. Um, Zach Bonifer says security guard in the WWE. No, that's not it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, you're so close. You're so close. Uh, but anyways, we continue. I am. Uh, I'm so happy for Sammy getting the win here. It's uh, it's his first, it's his first championship in this brand, right? 
he hasn't had anything. He never had a tag title thing going on. I mean, he's done stuff with uh, Chris Jericho, but um, which I still love that he you know tagged with Jericho here and there. But um, but I love this match. Like I said, Miro did his did his the whole ego chest pounding. I'm Miro, stomp around and um, Miro's great. And uh, I'm like, damn it, one of these times we're gonna see Lana, you know, um. Maybe someday. We'll see. I, I keep waiting because I know she's a free agent now. I know she is. But um, but I don't pay that much attention to Miro and Lana like outside of watching AEW. I don't really pay attention to socials much at all lately. Um, I, I promote my stuff when I do, and that's about it. You know, I, I flip through Twitter for five minutes, and I'm out. It's you know, And then I spend a lot of time in Discord and stuff. Um, Discord's where it's at. You know, we've we've built such a great community in uh, the TNI, um, the TNI Discord, and that's where, honestly where I spend most of my time. And I get updates, and we got some uh, great family members that always keep us updated on this brand and that brand, and um, it's a blast. I love it. Um. Uh, Bell's boy, that's interesting. He says, now the question is, where does Miro go go on from here? Um, that is a question. You know, is he going to get put into this uh, this ladder match? I, I got to look and see what that is. Um, let me just quick check. The old ringside news. No, I don't want to look at that. That's spoilers. Get out of here. Um, Sammy Guevara says Brody Lee is the greatest TNT champion during speech to Rochester crowd. Well, that's proper. Very proper. Um, spoiler results. No, go away. No, I don't. Shane McMahon's current WWE contract status. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so Sammy Guevara, after winning against Miro. By the way, man, the stuff that Sammy did in that match, my God. Does that somersault twisting flip landing perfectly on Miro, like diving over the turnbuckle. That's like an extra few feet. It's not just, just jumping over a rope. It's one thing to like dive over a rope talent, you know, kind of talent. Then you're like jumping over a turnbuckle and the ring post, making sure you clear that and then landing right on your opponent. And Sammy does it flawlessly. It's stuff like that that just blows my mind about this kid. It's just something. All right. Um, all right. So here we go Sammy Guevara versus Bobby Fish, TNT title match. That's still just Jiminy Christmas. Bobby Fish versus Sammy Guevara. Shut up and take my money. <clears throat> Bobby Fish can go and do whatever the hell he wants. He's so good. Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. Going for win number 50 for Hikaru Shida. The Elite versus uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Brian Danielson, and Christian Cage. And then a casino ladder match. Casino ladder match. 
So something's going on. That's going to be for something. I don't know what. I'm going to have to check. <clears throat> um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and I'll probably drop some more stuff <clears throat> uh, throughout the week. And, uh, yeah, so it's looking like another solid show next week. Like I said, folks, it some stuff felt a little wonky, but it's it's um, it's transitioning. You know, you've got a lot of new faces, and you're building to the next pay-per-view, which they announced is going to be in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Target in November. I got to check the date. And I was like, ooh, it's a state over for me. No, I'm not going to go. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just, uh, looking for the twisty cap on my bottle of water and I can't find it. Forgot I dropped it. Uh, <laughs> shit. Long day, folks. Long day. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's still a very, like I said, this is, um, crazy time in wrestling. There was a lot of rumors tonight about, uh, certain someone might show up. And I know that uh, Ringside News was kind of putting uh, putting the brakes on some of those rumors that uh, a, uh, a Wyndham Rotunda Wyndham Wyndham Rotunda I don't know Bray Wyatt Damn it I'm still not used to that real name yet uh, <laughs> Wyndham Rotunda was uh, possibly going to show up tonight as part of a tribute to his uh, fallen brother. Brody Lee. Um, but uh, that apparently was not in the cards. Um, and uh, well, it's the article was interesting because they're like, well, our sources said that uh, they don't know anything about it. No one knew anything about Adam Cole showing up. That's how closely to the chest that was held. No one. And if you want to know how well hidden it is go listen to the uh mrs john moxley if you will uh renee what's her name renee paquette i forget her last name she's got that uh podcast and it's on spotify and all over the place youtube i've been watching the youtube videos because those are fun and uh she just interviewed adam cole and adam cole was talking about how he flew into milwaukee the night before and then drove down to shy town from milwaukee and i was like oh milwaukee just minutes from me that's pretty cool so uh that was kind of interesting to hear that story yeah go check out that interview great shit. So, yeah there's so much going on new phases it's exciting um it's and I know, I know it's frustrating for some fans because, um, oh, well, I didn't see so-and-so and I didn't see this gal or this tag team. That's when I advise you to go check out Dark and Elevation, AEW Dark and AEW Elevation, because a lot of people that you're not seeing on TV, they're down there for in Florida for those tapings, or they are... Um, or they're recording it before, you know, what, however they're doing it. Cause they're doing both. It, it just depends on 
timing and everything. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. So, uh, Keith, what is up? Coach Keith. Um, <laughs> miss J bones news. Yeah. I talked about some stuff at the beginning. I didn't really call it J bones news, uh, per se, but I talked about, um, uh, Leo Rush getting signed. Uh, oh, and apparently Kira Hogan is signed as well. Congratulations to her on signing a contract. The uh, what do the, what, what do they call her? The uh, the uh, the fire. She was the fire of the fire and the flavor. Um, so I'm very excited for her. Um, I know she was kind of testing the waters all over the place, and. Um, she did a lot of darks, uh, dark episodes, and uh, she lost a few matches, a couple squash matches, if you will. But um, but hey, that's you know that that's how they test a personality. You know, how do you how do you lose in a company says a lot about you and how you take that loss. Can you grow from it? Will you stick around? You know, there's all sorts of stuff you can learn from it. So, um, so yeah, can't wait to see where this all goes. And um, we'll see him punk do more stage diving. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, I'll be, um, I'm going to do my best to do uh, Rampage on Friday. We'll see how it goes. As far as I know, I'm free. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Tomorrow, of course, is all the Impact stuff over and that other little podcast called TNI. But before we get out of here, I uh, just want to remind you folks that came in late, check out all the links in the description starting Friday through Sunday. 20% off merch in the Smashes Podcast merch site. It's all updated with all new long sleeve tees hoodies, sweatshirts, all that lovely stuff. It's got stickers, mugs, caps are back. Um, so tons of new merch. Go uh, go check it out. And I got, I need to work on some new um, some new uh, some new merch ideas, some new designs. So uh, if anybody's got any ideas, hit me up, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so go check that out. Starts this Friday, 20% off. And um, anything else? Can't think of anything else. But yeah, TNI tomorrow. Uh, Impact stuff. We're doing a watch along for BTI and Impact Wrestling. And then the review following. So uh, should be a whole different gaggle of people in there. You never know who's going to show up. Could be Trent from... Mexico could be could be Kyle from some scumbag alley. You never know. But uh <laughs> so uh so yeah, so uh thanks everybody for tuning in and on your way out. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen right of here folks we'll see you manana over that other little podcast take care folks we'll see you